They're seven hey, foot Kyle six. Just joined in the stream yard. Do people call? Do people say it like that, or should I be be cool and call it the SY, or maybe perhaps just the yard? Yeah, I think we should call it the yard. The yard. Yeah, I just joined in the yard. The, we're, just, the, we're we're having a meet up on the yard. Just having a meet up by the flagpole like, at three fifteen. Sounds, like, sounds like we're in jail. We're having a meeting <laughs> in the yard. <laughs> Is that what they call it outside? Is it is it the yard? I think so. I'm pretty. I've never I've never been to prison. I've been to jail, but I've never been to prison. Okay. I'm pretty oh. sure they call it the yard. From what I've heard, prison movies. <laughs> I think we can do some research and get the, these pertinent answers for the people. Get down to business. I have never been more ready. Welcome, everybody, to another action-packed episode. It's episode two. It's the Mayor of Superstars. I'm your host, Brent Piles. Uh, and, of course, my co-host, the Mayor of Canton, is here with me. Mayor, how you doing? The Mayor is excellent. He's doing great tonight. I'm glad you opened that up with talking in the third person, because that's what I want every time. So The Mayor will always do that, at least for the first 30 seconds of the show, and then I'll go back to a genuine human being and just speak <laughs> in the first person. And then until you forget that that's your gimmick, and you just go back to being a normal human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just hang a picture of The Rock over from like 1997, 98, over my shoulder when he always spoke in the third person. Definitely. The Rock says... I can't even do a rock. I think he, I think he still talks in the third person. I he should. I, I mean, today. if I was the rock, I'd speak in the third person all the time. The rock wants some tequila and some pancakes. It's cheat day. If you smell and cook it, that's what I would say. He definitely is a big advocate of that uh, tequila. He, I mean, and I can, I can agree with you. There. I feel, I feel you are also an advocate of that tequila as well. I am a big fan of that tequila. There's always a bottle of that tequila. I can't say the name of it right, so I'm not going to say it, but there's always a bottle of the Rock's tequila in my freezer. At all times. We're going to go Terramania. I don't know. <laughs> there we go. You got it. See, I don't try I don't try to say words like that because I'm just going to sound like an idiot. Maybe two R's. Maybe roll the R's. Terramania. That's very beautiful. I like the way you said that. I took Spanish for one half semester in my senior year of high school, so I'm basically fluent. I took Spanish fluent. 
for a, quor- <laughs> a quarter and then I failed, so they kicked me out of class. So that, that was my Spanish career in school. <laughs> well, may yeah. llamo mayor. There we go. You, I can ask you like where you're from. De donde eres? Mm, Kenton, Ohio. Oh, you would say soy de Kenton, Ohio. <laughs> See, maybe I do know Spanish. Look at this, pal. We're getting international anyway. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, we're going to be speaking fluent Spanish. Just, this is this is this. tutorial. Who knew this is an educational podcast as well? I know you thought you were just going to come here and watch wrestling with a couple of goofs, but, um, but you're even going to get a fucking Spanish lesson too. So you never fucking know what's going to happen on the mayor of superstars. So always tune in, pal. Ooh. All right. So what we're going to do here is the, it's the second ever episode of superstars available on the old Peacock. So as my good buddy, Jeremy once said, get your cock up and uh, watch some with us. It's April 25th, 1992. We're going to get this thing started. Mayor, are you ready? I am as ready as if Man Mountain Rock was on and he'd say, rock out with your cock out. Goddamn right, pal. When we're talking about the peacock, you got as many got as many cock jokes as you can in there, if you know what I mean, pal. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, boom. And here we go. I forgot to turn the sound off. Now I got it. Don't get excited by these people that you see at the beginning, Mayor. We're not going to get any Hulk Hogan or you know, Sid Justice or The Undertaker. Or... Did, did you notice Boss Man doing the wind-up punch? Do you see anyone doing that anymore? No, no. The wind-up punch is just not utilized enough in today's wrestling. Yeah. I would have to agree with you there. Just slow that down and wind up and get your cameras ready. Pow, right there. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. I mean, the, to get the full force of the punch, you got to do the wind-up. I mean... I feel like boxers should start using that more. Maybe they, they, they'd win more matches if they just We're at Kalamazoo up. in the Wing Stadium again for the second straight episode. Hmm. God, I want the mayor to have one of those velvet blue uh, WF jackets to wear. Wouldn't you look amazing in that? I think you would. I'm, I could maybe go look. I don't think I have any of that color. I do have a navy blue suit, but not quite that color. Just get you a WWF pouch and you just pow, put it right on there. Does Vince... I said pouch? I meant I meant patch, but I said pouch. Okay. Does <laughs> Does Vince not wear ties anymore? I feel like I don't ever see him wear ties, or am I just misremembering him? Well, the last time we seen him, I don't think he had a tie on when he came out for. But I mean, it's not like we see him a whole lot now. You know what I mean? No, I think I you're like right. I, I don't think he wears ties, ties forever. On. Yeah, I think Usk. you're right. Usk. Oh my god, Usk. the Berserker versus event. Undertaker. I, that that's a good a hell event, of event. for it's superstars. I mean, that's like Hogan Andre, Ric Flair <laughs> versus Tony Curtis, special interview with Sid Justice. Hopefully, he has Scott half the Casey. brain. He's half the brain that you have. Yeah. Sergeant Spitter is going to be coming out here as well, as you saw. <laughs> oh, here we go. The Nature Boy. Rick Flair on the way to the rings. Yeah, Mr. Perfect with him. Was um perfect like injured at this time? I, I I'm trying to remember back as a kid, like they really didn't disclose all that, so I don't know, but I always found it odd that you'd have two two of probably the best workers in the ring lumped together, and they're both probably two of the better guys on the mic as well. So story goes that Bobby the Brain was gonna be Flair's manager is we've got Ron Cumberland, 
that guy had a very long name. He doesn't have a mullet, which I'm not happy with. No. So anyway, Bobby the Brain Heenan was was supposed to be, you know, his manager, and they just went on one loop together. And then Flair said that he drove Bobby so nuts that Bobby said, you're getting a different manager. Because when I tell him when we get back to New York, I'm telling McMahon I'm quitting. Because <laughs> he just couldn't <laughs> he just couldn't deal with Flair and all of this craziness. Uh and then yeah, so I think I think Perfect got a neck injury at this time. No, oh, okay. Uh, and so yeah, he was just managing because I believe he was doing some commentary too. I believe last week, yeah. La- I mean, last episode he was one of the commentators. So yeah, I believe that's correct. I just never understood why he didn't wrestle as much because I know he went on to wrestle a lot more after this. It's not like yeah, yeah. And he clearly moves around well, so he doesn't look like he's you know. Well, he's getting involved in matches. I yeah. mean, if I remember that WrestleMania eight match, he was all involved in it. So. It's not like he couldn't have wrestled. Ron Cumberlidge is Cumberlidge is jacked. Look at this guy. Yeah, he, got he doesn't have he doesn't have he doesn't have a mullet, so he's already a zero in my book. But <laughs> it's Ivan this... Ivan Drago or Lance Storm haircut. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, he looks like if Ivan Drago and Lance Storm had a baby, is what this fucking guy looks like. And then they then that baby got a tan. You know what I mean? <laughs> Would you call him Ivan Storm or Lance Drago? <laughs> Fuck, that's a tough one. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with. Like, if this guy's eventually gonna go into the Hall of Fame, we're gonna need to know what we need to call him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ivan Storm. I like Ivan Storm Deal. a lot. That's we'll, really good. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll keep that in the back pocket. Well, fuck it, man. You already said it's so like we might as well write it down. Goddamn. <laughs> Whatever the fuck this guy's actual name is, uh, Ivan Stone is the Storm. Ivan Stone, Storm. This is doing my video. I thought all the I thought they were gonna pan out to Ivan Storm cutting a promo. <laughs> <laughs> if I could be serious for a minute, he said. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. They're really playing up these doctored footage. I, I really want to doctor those photos and take Ric Flair out and put Ivan Storm in his place with Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> he's just sitting Wouldn't there shirtless. At the, he's sitting there shirtless at the dinner table because there'd be no other pictures of him to use. <laughs> he, he's got a big bowl of spaghetti in front of him. He's out by the pool, big bowl of spaghetti in front of him. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't eat spaghetti shirtless? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that way if you you don't want to get the sauce in your shirt. That way it just gets on your chest. So you just wash it off. That's easy, right? Very valid. Are, now, now in um, spaghetti eating, are you the uh, fork twister? And... So full disclosure here, I don't like spaghetti. I'm oh. not a fan of spaghetti. I had spaghetti a lot growing up, and so now I refuse to eat it. So yeah, I say no as, to spaghetti. It's not as fun as an. Whoa! I just missed the finish. Ric Flair must have beat uh, uh, Ivan Storm. Dangerous Danny Davis was the referee, which is a major, major oversight on my part. We were too busy laughing about fucking <laughs> Storm, about this fucking Storm comparison. I, I think Ivan Storm just quit. Like, I didn't see him even tap. Like, I, I didn't see the figure four get in place, but maybe I was just distracted by uh, visualizing <laughs> you being upset about spaghetti being put on a plate. I don't know. <laughs> I just pick it up. Every time somebody puts a bowl of spaghetti in front of me, I just throw it against the wall. You you and uh, Virgil at the Olive Garden just <laughs> very upset. Oh yeah, me, me and Virgil. Uh, we don't we don't need spaghetti coming for spaghetti. We came for the breadsticks. Damn it! The meat sauce. The meat, the meat sauce, sauce mafia. Meat sauce. Oh, what is this here? Oh, I think we saw the same thing last week, didn't we? And I need to find this video. We need that more video. Than I want to see than this. 
Jimmy no, Hart's Jimmy an incredible Hart. singer too. I but the Nasty Boys aren't. No, and they are the not. I can't um, speak for Sensational Sherry or Scary Sherry there, but she probably. I don't know. Sing. She used to sing Shawn Michaels' theme song, and yeah. I gotta say, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I did enjoy that version though, but I think the the I liked it because it was her singing, and it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was screechy. Like, remember when she sang with Kurt Angle? Yeah, sexy Kurt. Yeah, it was yeah, very the sexy Kurt. He's just a. She kind of sounds like Marge Simpson now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Homer. <laughs> I, I never thought about that till right now, but you're right. <laughs> Maybe she was the voice for Marge Simpson. We're gonna need to do some research. They're really playing up this all this fucking WrestleMania eight shit. This is the second week in a row they showed us the, they've showed us the same crap. <laughs> so, oh, this Brooke Hogan. What do you know? Oh, it's little Brooke and um, Linda. Linda. Yes. The name was escaping me for a second. I only remember because that is my mother's name. Oh. Yeah. Well. And we've got a we got an all star panel of Owen Hart, David Boy Smith, Sergeant Sauter, Jake the Snake, and Rick Martel clearly just farted because he moved away from him. So that's clearly what's happened here. Did, did I ever tell you the story when I met Jake the Snake? No. Um. Yeah, we were at an indie show, and Jake was supposed to be the main eventer, but I think he was a little bit too uh, tipsy. So mm. he started coming into the um, like the ringside area. And was picking his nose, sitting at the seat, and he wiped his <laughs> he wiped a booger on a lady's shoulder, and laughed and walked away, <laughs> and then came back and wrestled the main event. But <laughs> it was like peak Jake the Snake, like in his uh, down times. This is before you know he was clearly saved by DDP. Why? Right. We don't call it yoga because why? <laughs> Kevin Kruger is out here. So I'm Kevin Kruger, I remember this from watching one of his episodes before. He wrestled at a, a Juggalo show, like like you know the Insane Clown Posse, and no. he was known as the Weed Man. So there's a Kevin Kruger fact for you. No, what's known as the Weed Man? You're not gonna get that information anywhere else, folks. No one knows this. <laughs> I don't know why I know it. I don't. I don't remember shit. Like I said, I failed Spanish, but somehow I could remember that fucking nonsense. Kevin Kruger, the Weed Man. Yeah. Keep smoking I'm the weed man. I'm I wonder if he literally was the weed man and that's how he got his job here. Oh, you know, I'm sure Bulldog probably needed his his uh helpings. All the boys probably needed some some Mary Jane. You know what yeah. I mean? Goddamn pal. I always heard the rumor that JR was the dealer. <laughs> which seems like so off brand for Jay. Come on, boy, you, know, you know, I got them quarters for 50, for 50 bucks. You know that, boy. Come on, boy. <laughs> but, but the more like it doesn't make sense, the more it probably does. The, you know, I can't help but notice that Kevin Kruger, the weed man here, he does got some nice green trunks on. Just he throwing does. Just does, throwing this, does this match go under or over four minutes and 20 seconds? Oh, you know, pal, I don't know, but, but we're going to find out here right now. Somebody start the stopwatch. Rewind it the, back to when the match started and hit the stopwatch for us. I've got my money on the under. Please don't pull his trunks off. Oh, no, that would be a sight to see there. Oh, look, the strength by the big bulldog here. And young Earl Hebner, who still looks the same. Yeah, no, he hasn't I, aged a day. I think that's t Earl's only 20 right there. 
20 year old Earl Hefner. He was born just like that. He was wearing a fucking bow tie and everything. <laughs> it's an Earl. They don't even say it's a boy. He just comes out. And it's, it's... <laughs> One, two. He's... Amazing. And that's where referees come from. Little known fact. That's where referees come do you know, from. Do you know who his favorite Sesame Street character was? The Count, right? Had to be. It has to be. <laughs> I, don't, Who else I, don't, could it be? I didn't know if maybe you knew some real inside information. You're like, Mr. Snuffleupagus, why why would you ask? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, it's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle me Earl. Tickle me Earl. That sounds a little bit like dirty. It doesn't sound it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. I, I wonder if anyone kept the clock. I feel like that was under 420. I feel like you're probably right, pal. And I feel like I'm kind. Right. I'm kind of disappointed. I think we've had two matches in a row without any mullets. No, no mullets yet, which is sad because we are here for the mullets. Damn it, that's what we're here for—the mullets. Need some Joe Dirts out there, some Kentucky waterfalls. Oh God, look at this, pal. Oh man, I feel like that's not Linda McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're correct. <laughs> Look at the bodies, pal. Mike. Oh, God. No, thank you. Stop this. I don't like Have, it. Did That's you ever see the one where Million Dollar Man makes a lady bark like a dog? No, but I wish I was watching that right now instead of this. Um, I've always thought that that was a young Linda McMahon that plays in the part because it looks and sounds just like what maybe a 30-year-old Linda McMahon would look like. I guess that makes sense. But guess what, Mayor? We got Ooh. mullets! Do you know where the Beverly, Beverly Brothers are supposed to be from? No, where are they supposed to be from? Um, was it Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio? I think it's like supposed to be like right, right actually where Mr. Quinn lives. Oh, really? I I, they're not from there, but I, for some odd reason, they picked there to be they're hailed just from. From there, yeah. yeah. Like, why would you pick that? Oh, oh God! Look man. at Eddie Collins and Mike Freedom. With a, I don't know which one's which, but with a mullet like that, that guy's got to be Mike Freedom. And if oh, he, he is, has he fucking to be. Should be. Let freedom oh. ring with that hairstyle. <laughs> Look at that guitar. Holy shit. You wanted hair, Mayor. You got it, pal. It's yeah. hair. Man, it's hair. And, and the, mania, pal. We, we've got the, um, I wonder what the genius just was saying there. I, I You got a good genius impression? I, do, I don't see mullets here. I do not see mullets there. I like to see mullets everywhere. <laughs> They have such distinctive voices, him and his brother, and they're not anything alike. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like one of these things that's not like the other. I, I, the weird thing is, like, people always made fun of the Beverly Brothers, and even still to this day, I don't think they get a whole lot of credit. But every time I've watched a match, I've been surprised, like, how much I actually enjoyed their matches. Like, even stuff the like that. Yeah, like, I mean, I really yeah. thought that they were underrated guys. Like, I still think they are. And no one really seems to give them credit. I'm, I'm not going to say that they're, like, Midnight Express great or anything or Rock and Roll Express. But for the WWF at the time, it seemed like they were a solid tag team that worked well together and actually made sense being together instead of Mike Freedom and Mustache Mario, whoever this <laughs> is. <laughs> it's me, Mario. He's got very hairy armpits, too. I don't know if anybody told him. When you wrestle, you're supposed to wax those things. 
Uh oh. I thought we were gonna get a cactus jack double arm DDT. It looked like he was setting up for that, but I I, I absolutely agree with you about the Beverly Brothers. Like mm. I like well, like before I started like watching old wrestling for this show, like I didn't I didn't think nothing of them when I was a little kid, but you watch it now, like they're doing innovative shit here. Yeah, look I mean? how fluid they the are. They're, doing. Yeah. yeah, they're nonstop, they work well together. I mean, they nearly killed non freedom. <laughs> I mean, that, Let that, was freedom an, ring that, shit. that was an impressive move. The genius oh. walks in mid pen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. It wasn't even over yet. He was just like, I'm going to get in here. What's he doing? What the fuck is, is that? Going, what is that? Is that toothpaste? They're going to brush doing? his teeth. If they brush his teeth. Oh, oh God. It's getting, kinky. It. <laughs> it's getting kinky now. What the fuck is happening? I think they're going to glue it to him. What are they doing? No, no, they're. What the fuck is that? They're giving him a facial. That's very sweet of them. They're going to make sure he doesn't get any acne. That's nice of these guys. Uh, he's not a very handsome man, so this may help him. The other writings, he looks like a NASCAR driver. You, come out this Thursday. You're going to see me, Dale and Hart Jr. I'm going to do 300 laps, and I'm winning first place in the pits of 500 3,000. Yoo-hoo! That's what that guy looks like. <laughs> They had so much room, and they couldn't even spell, like, loser and change LOD into loser. Like, come on. You had a little bit better to work with there. Oh, okay. I get it. So they're trying to paint his face like he's a member of the LOD. That's, what yeah. that's what's happening here. Man, you never know what you're going to see in WWF Superstars. You're they, real, they, you're real, gonna... they really were good, though. I mean, look at that. Top rope, you know. I don't know. I don't want to call it some new name. I don't know what that was called back then. It block. I mean, that was even before the blockbuster. Yeah, and then he did the. Then they did the uh, the old fashioned smash your fucking face into the ground sure. <laughs> as their finishing maneuver. That one always works. So much so, your manager walks in mid finishing maneuver and starts getting the glue ready. Fucking, it's over. It's time for his facial. I said here, his hair is not does not match his beautifulness of his face. Sean Mooney does not need a facial. That's a handsome man right there. Mm-hmm, definitely 100% handsome yeah speaking of LOD they're here now they got shoulder pads in case you didn't know very much shoulder pads very scary very intimidating very intimidating shoulder pads I remember like one of my friends <clears throat> when I was in middle school he like took his football like his, his midget football pads and he like <laughs> taped like little like fucking spikes and they were like him. made yeah spikes to him and they were made out of like uh Styrofoam, and he, okay. t- he literally taped them to us. <laughs> and I remember, you know, we were in seventh grade. Whoa, it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> did, did did he look like the little kid from that uh, show, The Little Giants, where he flexes? <laughs> no, because this kid was way bigger than I was. So no, oh, if okay. I would have put him on, that's it would, I would have looked like that. What a rush! That's pretty good. Tell him, tell him, Hawk. You got the you got the rat. Oh, the repo man's here! Holy shit! I'm gonna grow my facial hair like his. What do you think? It's. I think you could pull it off. You think so, pal? Yeah, yeah. You just Rachel wouldn't. Look. You think you don't think Rachel would divorce me? Is no, no. I think she'd love it. You you can go repo cars and just get yourself like you know what do they call those the nightshade things that you put over your eyes to sleep? Just cut some holes in it, and you're a repo man. I'm pretty sure that's what he did here. <laughs> Or he just got his, I'll just get a Zorro costume. No big deal. No one can tell his real identity because of that mask. No, no, I had no idea that this was the same guy in Demolition. No idea. No. <laughs> nope. 
No idea. While we're here, Mayor, and it's it's a, it's a studio update, we got to remind everybody to make sure that they check us out on August the 21st. This is the SummerSlam preview show. We're going to be live at 11 Central. I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, 11 Central, noon Eastern for you uh, East Coasters. We're going to be live on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The mayor's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Our buddies Glenn and Jeremy from Piece of Business Podcast are going to be there. We're going to talk about TakeOver and SummerSlam. Make sure you join us. It's going to be a hoot. A real uh, hoot. August 21st, pal. I can't wait. I'm I'm excited for SummerSlam this year. I really am. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, th- I think I'm more excited for TakeOver, but that's usually how it goes with me. Now, TakeOver, is that that's going to be on the Sunday. Is it going to be on USA or Peacock? It's going to be on Peacock, I believe. Okay. Oh, it's Brother Butter Crush, another Brother Butter Crush story. So Brother Butter Crush one time, he sat down and he took the milk carton and he was going to eat his smoke, but he crushed the milk carton and that's how he became Brother Butter Crush, brother. He looks like someone broke his heart, his achy, breaky heart. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think you'd understand. And if you broke his heart, his achy, breaky heart, it might have blown up and killed that man. He really did look like <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus on steroids. He sure, he, he sure fucking did. <laughs> Could have been me standing there with you. <laughs> brother, brother. Oh, brother, brother, Billy Ray Cyrus, brother. He's gonna don't take his tell my brother, brother, brother heart. My brother, brother <laughs> heart. I just don't think my brother, brother heart would understand. And if you tell my brother heart, like you break your brother heart. It just might crush and kill this man, brother, brother. George Anderson looked a lot like Louis Anderson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. A lot of comparisons tonight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, I mean, even back then, you could just tell this guy had it. Whatever <sighs> it is, Shawn Michaels had it forever and, like, just excess. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, as, as they say, he had it all in buckets, that's for sure. Yeah. He had lots of buckets of it. And I got to say, of all the mullets that we've seen, that's the best one. Oh, Sean's it's going to legend. I can't even speak. Lita and Edge scene going on there. <laughs> yeah, it was the first ever Superstars live sex celebration, which I got a little bit kinky. That was way kinkier than what the Beverly Brothers did to uh, Mike Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> they did paint his face too. So we've got Kurt Angle's father here taking on Shawn Michaels, <laughs> Louis Anderson. I'm not sure. Louis, <laughs> Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson's for... little brother. I don't. What was even Louis Anderson known for? Just being a pig-like man. So I remember he was in. Wasn't he in Coming to America? Louis Anderson's in Coming to America. Yes, right? yeah, you're right. The, He's the McDowell. guy that. Um, yeah, he works at McDonald's. And then he had like a TV. He had like a like a kid TV show when I was a kid, and it was like about him. But it was like it was like he would talk at the beginning, but it was a animated TV show. I remember watching it. See, I, I don't know if I remember that. I swear, there's was there a Howie Mandel show where he was a little kid too. Yes, uh, like Bobby's him. World. Bobby's, Bobby's World. World? Yeah, okay. Don't you know? His mother used to say, "Don't you know?" But that wasn't the Louis Anderson show, right? They're not the same show. No, it wasn't okay. the same show. I'm gonna have to look this up when we get done with this. We're gonna after we're done with this, we're gonna watch an episode of the Louis Anderson <laughs> show. <laughs> that should be good. Oh, no leg slap needed. Louis 
Yeah, right. he's not gonna be able to save him from that. Wait, he's he's it's not over. This is when he still used this fisherman suplex or whatever it was, when the side he, yeah, suplex. When he used the side suplex. You're right. That's Good way God, more cool. It's way more cool than imagine that's somebody's finisher now. Imagine <laughs> if somebody's finisher was that. People would be like, really? And then they just they're so cocky they can just pin them like they're posing for Playgirl. Right. <laughs> Goddamn right, pal. Wait, I thought Sherry already got in. I thought she did too, but I guess not. She's not as quick as the genius. The genius would have been there in there as soon as the super kick hit. She okay. shoved her down Andy and she liked it. God, stop the showing mo- these the guys. Mullet pose. He even had Good. The, he's had that pose forever. Not those guys. Yeah. yeah, this is the worst. I mean, I don't want yikes. Vince's infatuation with the world bodybuilding. God damn it, pal. Look at the baby oil on the abs. I love it. Wait, Vince, is that you, sir? That's why I don't eat apple fritters, Bruce. You <laughs> so I can look like these handsome bastards. Chicken and mustard, pal. <laughs> That's how you keep the baby out, baby oil abs, pals. Chicken and mustard. <laughs> Sean Mooney's back. He is back. How long was Make Sean sure Mooney with the did. WWF? Not long. <laughs> uh, well, he was with him for most of the nineties. I want to feel like. Oh, here we go. We got the Texas tornado. What do you think he's saying? Well, you you know, when you go down to Texas, and sometimes when you get down to Texas, uh, uh, there's the planes, and then we get the tornadoes coming around, you get the funnel clouds, and then when the funnel cloud comes, then it blows the cows away, and then you lose the whole farm. You can't get back (laughs) to the farm. The farm's gone. I think that's exactly what he said. Even his hand motions look like. Really did you prepare did. that? It really that... did go together. <laughs> and then your crops blow in the wind. <laughs> oh, your yard ornaments. And then Sean Looney just cuts them off and says, not the yard ornaments. We've got to end this now before things get out of hand. Those yard ornaments have a family. <laughs> By God. Good God. Somebody stop the damn promo. <laughs> oh, the nasty boys. I always forget which one's knobs and which one's sags. <laughs> so knobs would be the blonde one and sags is the, the dark-haired one. Okay. I heard a story that Eddie Guerrero didn't like these guys and they like went out to eat one time like for a WCW thing and they had like uh, sushi or whatever. And he took all like, you know how when you get a shrimp you gotta pull the fucking Mm-hmm. The shrimp yeah. shit out. He took a bunch of it and mixed it with some sauce and then like gave it to these guys and they were like eating fucking uh they were eating shrimp shit and they were like, Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I read that in Eddie Guerrero's book. Uh I think that was actually the story they were telling. How, how much they enjoy shrimp. Sean Mooney's just wanting to get out of there. He's hearing about tornadoes and crops and cows being blown and the nasty boys eating shrimp skin. You're right. Tails. He's like, Mooney's like, what are we even doing anymore? God, get me off this super. I don't know what Sean Mooney saw. It sounds like gets me off this superstars pal. I'm making them British for some reason. (laughs) He did go really British with them. Here comes the Sarge, Sergeant Slaughter Chin. He's on his way to the ring here. Look at that chin, pal. 
Sergeant Slaughter's not British. That's the American man is well, maybe not as American as Freedom from the second match, but no, nobody's <laughs> nobody is more free than that guy. Did you, have, did you have the Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe action figure? I did not. No, I no. did not. Oh, it's just the Brooklyn Brawler. Imagine having to have his gimmick and travel with those clothes and like the airports and the airport security has to open it up and see like your holy shirt. You <laughs> or do you think wrestle, he just, right? Do you think he stayed in character in the airports and just <laughs> just walking around through in the, the airport. 90s, fuck, they didn't even check you. They just let you through. It didn't matter. He was fine. Oh, yeah. They didn't care about anything. You used to be able to like walk out to like the freaking runways and watch everything. And yeah, they didn't care. You just, you just went through care. a little metal detector and then, then bam, you were in. You're good to go. Yep. That's it. <clears throat> I always liked Sergeant. Sergeant Slaughter. Even in his old age here, he was always, he always had something about him. I agree. I agree, so old Sergeant Slaughter chin here. Beating up the brawler. Hey, no, Mayor, you, you want to know why the Brooklyn brawler doesn't have to go to church? Uh, why is that? Because he's already holy. <laughs> when, when, when he rings out his sweat into a cup from his shirt, it is holy water. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. What do you think the Sarge is saying? What was saying in that promo? You puke, maggot. Listen to the Sarge and listen to his orders. And I don't know what else he would say. But he always called people people pukes and maggots. You always go, shut your hole, puke. I remember that, yeah. (laughs) That was a good double stomp Finn Balor there. It was like a coup de gras. I was just going to say that. What was I like that? how he got on his knees to deliver a devastating ball-busting elbow to the brawler here. Oh, this that's was, it. That was always one of my favorite uh, finishing moves. The like reverse million-dollar dream that Cobra Clutch deal. The Cobra Clutch, yeah, 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 definitely. He that that's actually the the he taught that to Johnny and um, Crease. He's the founder of Cobra Kai. I didn't know. I, I mean, I, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. Wait for season four spoilers that uh, Sergeant, <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter's, Slaughter's showing up. He's going to show up and teach all the pukes and give them orders. It's the Sarge. The person that 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 uh, that Kreese was talking to on the phone at the end of season three, it was Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> you need me. Yep. Uh, WrestleMania. Eight. Oh, so so Sergeant Slaughter was main eventing the following year. No, the was year that, before. So that was the year. Okay, that was seven. Yeah. Who who do we got coming out now? I believe. Oh, it's a special interview with Sid Vicious. I'm sure this won't be confusing. Oh, he's got fucking Whippleman with him. I always liked Whippleman. I don't know what it was about him, but there was just something that I liked about Whippleman. Oh God, he's, it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. A, I thought it was the guy from the Partridge Family. <laughs> it, it all grown up, yeah. It, didn't yeah. Like it. it was Danny Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Now, <clears throat> oh come on, that's just disrespect. Sid may actually have one of the classiest mullets of all time. I mean, he's spent. Very classy. I mean that the curls are just perfection in that head of hair. 
You know what? If his hair was a bit darker, I would sure love it, but it's just a little too light for me. Otherwise, I do like the curls, you know. It looks like a head full of Arby's fries. How could you hate that? <laughs> I, do, I do love Arby's fries. <laughs> Let's talk about this right now because a lot of people say that Arby's is no good. Mayor of Canton, you're a food connoisseur. What do you think? Arby's, yes or no? Oh, Ar heck yeah, Arby's is delicious. Who doesn't like Arby's? Yeah. Lots of people. I see people on, on social media dogging Arby's all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Arby's is fire. How would you hate Arby's? I can't. There's nothing. I, I don't know. I'm blown away by that. <laughs> Me like, too. I'm like, yeah. They probably have a top three fry and everything else on the menu is delicious. Like, I mean, right. there's nothing exactly. bad on the menu. I, you In can my look book, hard. they have the best fries. Those curly fries are the fucking best. That's what Sid Vicious is saying right now. He's like, look here. The, My the, hair looks like curly fries, and curly fries are the masters and the rulers of the world. And if you don't like curly fries, then you've got half the brain that I've got. <laughs> We're live, pal. You got to keep going. <laughs> mean Gene. He's, he grabs his head and shakes it. He doesn't know what he's saying. We're live, pal. Sorry, I got distracted. I was trying to figure out if Brent uses Arby sauce or horsey sauce on his roast beefs. <laughs> I like RB sauce. They also have the the spicy th three pepper sauce there. Delicious. I love that stuff. I don't think I've ever had that. No. Arby's, if you're looking for somebody to sponsor, you're looking for a podcast to sponsor. We're your guys. We're big fans of Arby's. Thumbs up, Arby's. We're right there with the Arby's. Eating Bronco Berry sauce by the gallon. <laughs> that sounded like a rap lyric. We should work on a rap later, Will. While we watch Louis Anderson's cartoon, we're going to write a rap song too. So be on the lookout. Ooh, that war I think I actually had that warrior um, hang wall hanging thing, and I hated the warrior as a kid, so I wouldn't hang it up in my room. <laughs> you just face. You just face it. You just put it behind your dresser, facing the wall. <laughs> I don't even remember what I did with it. I think I put it in my closet. You said, "Fuck this." Yeah, I didn't want the warrior showing his. Face in my room. No, no. Who, I I don't like Warrior either. After he beat Hogan at WrestleMania six, I hated him. It's it's funny because like I saw a picture of like <laughs> me and my dad in my room when I was a little kid, and like every all the posters on the wall were all like bad guy, like the bad guy wrestlers. Like they were all the heels oh. that were hanging on the wall. I didn't even like on the other side. I think I had Hulk Hogan like a big poster, but I loved all the bad guys as a kid, other than Hulk Hogan. Like I, I had Mister Perfect and Rick Rude and. Trying to make Jake Kit Carlson and Tom Stone. Ooh, these kids That's are really a... into Tom Stone. Oh my oh! goodness, it's a oh, handful I... of handsome. <laughs> I swoon, pal. It's handsome Ooh. earthquakes on the way to the ring with his partner, handsome typhoon. Look at that. Look at those thighs, we need, pal. We need a parental guide. Oh, look at this kid. He's ready. Yeah, I love it. I love it. He's got some natural. That actually was the little mare right there. That was me as a child. I had I was sitting there waiting for this all night. Oh, look at that body, pal, wow. Mike. Look at look at all the ladies in the house trying to get a little bit of handsome earthquake in their life. Look at that. They have to hold those women back. You know, there's lots of security guards, all hands on deck when handsome earthquake comes out to the arena yeah, you, you gotta be careful because ladies be jumping the barricade everybody wants to get their hands on a handsome earthquake i mean and handsome typhoons no you know he's no slouch himself if you know what no I mean. but it's it's like you know standing next uh brad pitt and fight club like 
Yeah. You know, I mean. It's not the same. Whoa, look at that oh. jumping front kick. Jumping front kick. <clears throat> I think Earthquake's a really underrated guy, too, because I don't – like, guys couldn't move. I think him and Yoko Zuna are like probably the two best-moving big men that, I, that I've seen, oh. and probably Vader, too. But I just think because of the gimmicks and stuff that he just doesn't get looked at as like a, as like a really good wrestler. But I think he's super underrated. Like look oh, at the no. height that he got on that elbow drop. No, he's an incredible athlete for his size. Like people, he's another one of those guys that I don't think got enough credit. I don't think, I think people forget how little time he was actually in the WWF. I think outside, if you're not counting like the Golga run, like, I don't <laughs> right. think he was. I don't think he was really there that long, was he? Like maybe a few years. Oh, it would have been. I know he came in around 89, 90, and then he was in WCW by 94, 95. So he was only there for, he only had about a four year run. So, no, not, not a whole lot. But, like, from my childhood, like, I remember him always being on there. But then you grow up and you watch it more, and you're like, no, he really didn't come around till, you know, 89, 90, I think. Look at this jabroni trying to attack Earthquake. Why would you do that? You know, it's like not, he looks like not so King Kong Bundy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, well, these guys are fucking dead. Yeah, there's no match here. The best part for me was was Hebner's face as that that man fell to the canvas. Hebner was just like, have we ever watched the uh, earthquake intro where he actually originated from when he came from the crowd for like a push up challenge or something? Oh no, we haven't. But I remember, I remember that story with Dino Bravo and the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, yeah that was it. That was it. <laughs> he was the Canadian earthquake splat. Oh my gosh, he's dead. Oh, not. We don't need this two tugboat. No. Not so. King Kong Bundy is done. One, two, three, and that's it. The natural disasters are the winners. Gosh, they they were so good. I actually Mr. enjoyed. Steve. I enjoyed that match. That was great. That was really good. I mean, both these guys, tremendously underrated. We saw two really two underrated tag teams tonight with the Beverly Brothers and Typhoon and Earthquake. So we've been spoiled and Sean Mooney's back. I mean, that, that was a good match. Got those guys over. They look like a million bucks by the end of it. And I don't need a 20-minute match of <clears throat> natural disasters. No. To show me how, how impressive they are. Let's be honest with ourselves. 20 minutes of handsome earthquake is enough. Is not in the, No one can handle that amount of handsome earthquake. I need to smoke three cigarettes, and I don't even smoke. Me too, pal. Oh, Skinner's here. Oh, when I fight them gators and I got the spit hanging out of my mouth, I scare all them gators and them skaters scatter. I got a weird necklace hanging around me. What is this necklace hanging around my neck? I don't know what it is or where it came from. I found it at the bottom of the swamp. And so that's why I put it around my neck and it keeps the spiders away. That's what my granny done did said. And I'll see y'all later. God, it's dripping in his here it's disgusting that's disgusting did, did, did i misremember it did skinner actually bring a knife to the ring or am i just like visualizing his promo when he'd like would that carry a knife in the promo like they wouldn't let a man bring a knife to the ring right i, I would hope not i mean they let drew mcintyre bring a fucking sword so i guess you're right there so the, the guys get in the ring the other night right they've got chairs he comes in there with a sword i'm like oh so we're just gonna start cutting motherfuckers huh Oh, the little Tatankaites, the spirits and souls of nature. <laughs> nature. 
Uh, him and the Red Rooster should have been a tag team. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they should. From the hair alone, they should have been a tag team. Why does he keep doing that? Is he making rainbows? Like, what's he doing there? I don't. He's talking to the spirits. I think. Him, I don't know if him and Warrior talking to the same spirits or not, but the spirits. <laughs> they actually are. They're actually communicating with each other and just don't know it. <laughs> So whenever Warrior does that, he's actually talking to Tatanka. Little known fact, but talking to, they keep talking to their hands in the sky. Like they're actually just talking to each other. So mm-hmm. now we know they had the first known cell phone. It was implanted in their hands, and they were just speaking to one another. It was oh, like a cup phone, but it was with their hands. <clears throat> oh wow! What a story. Mm-hmm. I bet you didn't know that. <clears throat> no. I didn't, in the research for the show, I didn't do any research, but if I had, I didn't see it. Here we go. It's main event time. Husk, 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 husk. Beautiful beard on this man, though. John Nord, I believe, was his real name. Yeah. Didn't he get himself in some criminal trouble here recently? Um, perhaps. Was that Mr. Fuji with him? Did he have Mr. Fuji with him last week? Uh, I don't think so. I want to say he had somebody else with him. I thought it was Slick. It might have been Slick. Because we saw Slick last week. I think it was Slick with him. They just... Slick Slick had the runs this week, so they just stuck Mr. Fuji with him. Just get get Fuji out there. It's fine. It's fine. The Reverend Slick. So this is probably what actually happened. This actually probably happened. So Mr. Fuji's like to play ribs, right? So mm-hmm. Mr. Fuji looks at the booking sheet for this show. He's not getting on right, but he needs a payday. <laughs> so he goes and gets a laxative, puts it in Dr. Sl- he puts it in Slick's drink. Slick's shitting everywhere. Mr. Fuji out there making money. Boom! That's what happened. That that's a that's I think that's it. You nailed it right there. Hell Ref once told us a story that Paul Roma told him about Mr. Fuji. It's like this they're they're in a room or whatever. And the other guy in the room had to like he had to go take a shit, right? And so Fuji's like, well, I got to pee first, so just let me go in there. So Fuji goes in there, pisses everywhere, pisses all over the toilet seat, all over the toilet paper, all over the floor. <laughs> Comes out there and says, all right, it's all yours. I think the worst part is him pissing on the toilet paper because at that point, <laughs> like, I can at least wipe up the piss with toilet paper, but he pissed on the toilet paper. So, so now what do you now. do? Like, now what it's do you do? Do you, take, do you take your shirt off and just, like, clean it up with your shirt? Use the bathroom mat like fucking stepbrothers. Yeah, I mean, at, at that point, you're in trouble. <laughs> did he just did he just hit Paul Bear with his shield? He did, and they stole his urn. Oh, fuck. I don't remember this rivalry, but this is pretty good. This is fire right here. We got some. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wow. Imagine... I don't remember the urn getting stolen that often. Oh, gosh. He's going to stab him on Superstars. <laughs> We're going to start cutting motherfuckers on Superstars, too. <laughs> he just Holy hit him with God. a sword. He's gonna murder this. Wait a minute! He can't oh kill him. He's already dead. Holy fuck! He tried to stab him. Oh, I, what the fuck is happening? I was just literally joking about Skinner bringing a knife to the ring, and the Berserker tries to stab the Undertaker with Excalibur. And <laughs> you can't kill him. He's already dead. He's dead. You can't kill him. Oh my God, that was some foreshadowing I didn't know was happening there. 
Jesus Christ. I didn't little known fact, but the Berserker is an ancestor of Drew McIntyre's, and the sword that Drew McIntyre has is is bound from the same blade as that one. So they're long said. Drew McIntyre actually just went to the old WWF warehouse and found the Berserker sword. We need to check and see if it's got the same handle. <laughs> I bet it does. If I'm Drew McIntyre comes out with the boots with the fur next week. <laughs> <laughs> What if that happens on Monday Night Raw? I'm gonna lose my shit. Oh, he just tombstone. He just pal drove him right on the concrete. Now he's showing. Oh, he's taking it off. Now things are really getting racing. What is uh, going on? How does match is over. a match, pal? Yeah, the match never got started. They stole the urn he's, too. Oh wait, we got Paul Bearer with the urn. So he hit, hit, started hitting motherfuckers with shields. We get swords. We're trying to stab motherfuckers. Nord's got Nord's in his underpants now at this point. Mr. Fuji's fighting him off with a cane. The Undertaker's stocking his prey. A lot has happened here. We we just witnessed a, We just witnessed an attempted murder. So <laughs> it, it was an attempted murder and assault with a shield. I mean, imagine a cop having to take notes. So you said he hit you with a shield. Uh huh. Go on. And then he and tried then, to stab you with the sword. Oh, and then he hit your friend and stole his urn? Am I getting and this then, right? And then he pulled up the blue mats and gave you a pal driver on the concrete floor. Correct. Okay. All right. Jim, you're never going to believe what I heard back at the station. <laughs> uh, wow. So we didn't even get the match there. We just got a, a brouhaha and an attempted murder. Skinner versus the Warrior. Talk about a dream match. That's next time. Skinner's going to stab the Warrior. <laughs> He's going to have a gun and shoot him now because you said that. You said a gun earlier. You said a sword earlier. No. Oh, that's just what we needed. Another Skinner promo. He looks like he smells terrible. Why? Who's dirtier, him or the Brooklyn Brawler? I think Brawler's <laughs> a lot cleaner. I would definitely go out to dinner with Brooklyn Brawler probably ever we go anywhere with Skinner. Oh, tell you he's talking to Tatanka. He's talking to Tatanka. He's talking to Tatanka. <laughs> he's talking to Tatanka. <laughs> he is talking to Tatanka. Every time he's talking to his hands, he's talking to Tatanka. So you know he's that po- now. He's pointing to the sky. He communicates with the spirits through Tatanka. <laughs> That's how it works. He never blinks either. Look at him. How has he not blinked? <laughs> he didn't blink once. He, an entire like nine eight balls of coke. There he goes again. We'll do that to you. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Dextrucity. Is is dextrucity just a name for cocaine? I think it was. It was some it's sort good, of stupid. It's a good. It's a good cut of cocaine. Oh, we're gonna get an update. So we're gonna find Ooh. out if anybody's pressing charges. Oh, we're gonna get a replay of the attempted murder here. North says, I'm cutting motherfuckers. I'm surprised this is actually on the Peacock Network seeing an attempted murder. <laughs> like, no kidding. Didn't they take off like beer drinking, but they can't, they're going to show an attempted but murder we, with a sword? We, but the attempted murder was fine. Well, that was. Goddamn. That was. Uh, I know we've only done two of these, but that was. <sighs> uh, I don't know if it's going to get more interesting than that. We witnessed a lot there. There was a lot to take in, as Conrad says. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> a whole lot to unpack. <laughs> I, I strongly suggest that. that you get on Peacock and watch along with us for that, because that was just, uh, it was insane. So yeah, well, we, I didn't think we'd see an attempted murder. I really No, didn't think we, we couldn't even do that one justice to describe what happened. Just watch it. Definitely, definitely. Well, 
That's going to do it for episode two, Mayor of Canton. Thanks for joining me. The mayor is talking to Brent through his hands if you can't see it right now. If any time you need to talk to me, pal, that's all you got to do. You don't need to like text me or nothing. Just talk to your hands and I'm, I'll hear you. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it tomorrow morning. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Uh, make sure you follow the mayor. It's at Mayor of King on Twitter. Um, like I said, make sure you check out the, the live SummerSlam. Appreciate sure August 21st, noon Eastern time. Um, check out Giggle Mania if you haven't. Shout out to our guy, uh, my friends, Glenn and Jeremy over at Peace of Business Podcast. Listen to them every Sunday. They talk about NXT UK and a whole lot of other stuff. So it's always a good time. Uh, again, thanks for the mayor for always joining me on these shows. It's always a hoot. hoot I like hoot. that word. I like to say hoot. hoot. I don't know hoot. why. But... A hoot nanny. That's even it's more a fun. Nanny. Hey, a hoedown. That's a hoot nanny. Sometimes we argue that in Nebraska. We don't know if it's a hoedown or a hoot nanny. We got we gotta to You don't want to get in the middle of arguing about whether that's a hoedown or hoot nanny. Those are fighting <laughs> words in Nebraska. Not in a cornfield, you don't. God damn yeah. It's a real <laughs> slobber knocker. <laughs> it's a real slobber knocker. Well, that's going to do it for us uh, here, here uh, for the mayor of superstars. And we will catch you down the road. See you later, guys. The mayor is out. Thank you. I had to third close person. in third person. It's the opening act and the closing act. <laughs> it truly is. I, I just start talking to my hands at the beginning of every show. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should. But there's no video of it, so like people wouldn't really get it. And I just feel like an well, idiot. You know, I, can always, I always put that the preview, so I could just, you know, you could just be you talking to your hand. You should do a promo for the show, but it should just be you talking to your hand. <laughs> I might do that. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> you should. That would be really good. <laughs> I'm going to do it while driving my car, recording it, and eating a cheeseburger all at the same please, time. Please, I was going to say, please be eating something at the same time. <laughs> I'm going to talk to my hands with burgers in each hand. (laughs) 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 How else would you do it, pal? How else would you do it? A whopper in each hand, just (laughs) driving with my knee, you know. Uh, The only only thing that would make it better was if you had a mullet. Oh, I I forgot to bring it up. I wanted to show you these. Um, I just got these today, and I don't know how I feel about them, and I haven't tried them yet. But there's Lay's Cheetos flavored Lay's. What? So they're they're supposed to taste exactly like <clears throat> Cheetos, but they're a Lay potato chip. And get this, mine's gonna be blown in a second here. Funyuns flavored wavy Lay's. What? Oh yeah. my god, that sounds was... like two of the best things ever. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like two of my favorite snacks. But in Lay's form, into potato chips. So I don't know. I haven't tried them yet. I can't say whether they're good or not. But tomorrow I'll have to. I'll just do. I'll speak into my hands to let you know. They're delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Christy comes into the kitchen and you're just. What the fuck are you doing? Just, just potato chip stains on my fingers, talking (laughs) to them in the sky. (laughs) You got crumbs everywhere. Both the bags are empty. (laughs) 